Can you sing me happy birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yay. 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 I'll sing. Okay. A, B, C song? Sure. Okay. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and another B. Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, F, Z, Y, S, T. No, X first. Yeah, X before Y. Did you know mommy wants to go to bed? Yeah. One plus two is? Three. One plus one plus one is? One. Plus two is? Three. Good job. Welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. It is Doug Hayner minus Jamie Otis for the time being. Jamie's actually been really, really sick over the past couple days, and she doesn't want to say it out loud, but I could see her starting to come down with a cold or something. And she, to me, is superwoman and can get through anything, but I think she just needs to take a rest. I think sometimes she doesn't feel or think that she's six months pregnant, but the body does take a toll from what I understand. (laughs) I can't really speak for her, but she is currently right now in bed sleeping, just couldn't really function. And I totally respect that. And after this, I'm going to have to clean up the downstairs of the entire townhouse because Henley came through, which is almost like a hurricane. But this has been our first official week down in Florida in the townhome that we're staying at for the next two months. And the luxury part of it might have been a little bit misleading. And Jamie will be on later to discuss a little bit more about that. And we're not being divas. It's a really comfortable place. It's in a a beautiful community. We have a back porch. I mean, it has a front yard. It's really nice. When you get in and you look at some of the details, some of the flooring is a little bit spread out, meaning that some of the hardwood floor is sliding. There's, you know, some ants that are walking around the kitchen, which we're taking care of pretty quickly. But we actually had the owner come by and take a look, and he agreed that it wasn't up to par of what he advertises. And, you know, you can tell that he hasn't really come to the place that often. He has a, a couple places down and around the area, but you can tell that he hasn't been here in a little bit. Jamie and I were able to have him over, fix some things, but also agree that, you know, there's going to be some reimbursement and some refunding happening. And we're just really thankful that we do have a place and we don't have to move. And because we were considering it once we came in, we're just like, can we see ourselves here for two months? And, you know, when we met the owner and he came in, he took care of pretty much everything and said that, you know, whatever you feel is fair, whatever you you guys want, let me know, you know, we'll work out the pricing and everything else. So, you know, I'm going to be here for two months. Jamie's going to be traveling back and forth for Unfiltered, Married at First Sight for a couple weekends. So it'll be Henley and I and My work shipped out a whole entire station for me, so I'm able to do my work remote, which is really nice because then we can take these trips and I just have to make sure that I do good at work. And I don't want to complain about the townhome. It's actually a really nice place and we've only been here for a week and along with 
moving to a new place and trying to get settled in, we had to spend our first couple days spending close to, I think it was $700 in Walmart, buying essentials for the home, getting a crib. So it's one of those little, just like pop-up cribs that thankfully Henley has taken to for some reason. She really doesn't have another room for the time being. She will be going to a new school. And we, we set up a daycare that she's going to go to or a preschool. It's actually a really, really good school down here that she'll be going to five days a week, which is amazing because Henley right now goes three days a week to preschool in New Jersey. And it costs more than a better school down here in Florida where she's going to be going five days a week. I'm just amazed. Just the difference in pricing. Who would have thought that preschool and daycare would cost so much? It's like a whole nother job. The fact that we bring her three days a week right now, and it would literally cost half the amount for her to go to a five-day preschool down in Florida is just ridiculous. But we spent a lot of money getting everything set up, and not only did we make Henley switch beds and sleep in a little pop-up crib with a comforter down there as like a pillow comforter or pillow mattress. And she's actually been sleeping pretty good through the night, but we've also now taken away the bank. We figured, <laughs> why not just go hard or go home? Let's just take away the bank. Let's not mention the bank. And to be honest, I thought it was going to be more of a fight from Henley. There has been times where when she gets really upset or really tired, I want bank, I want bank. Usually it's, I want mommy, I want bank. She's down to saying it less like once every other day now. It's really been incredible. We hide the bank. We haven't had a pacifier out for the whole time that we've been down here. And I think she might be over it. So we'll see. I thought that it would be a thing at night where she'd be waking up all the time. But no, no, she just is actually taking to it really well. So we'll see. I know we've mentioned it before, especially on social media. Jamie and I came down here and we're staying down in Florida for two months for a couple purposes. One, Jamie gets the winter blues and needs to feel the sun. I would choose warm weather over cold weather, so it is a nice move for me. Two, we're looking for a place to invest in, so some place to buy. And Jamie does have it set in her head that she wants to move down here for six months out of the year, or I should say six months and one day out of the year, and spend half the year in New Jersey, which is really, really tough for me, and I'm not sold on the idea yet. I would never say no, but I also want to be open to change. I always want to be open there, but it just is so difficult for me to have to leave my family for six months. It's not easy for them to come down. And even though we don't see them, you know, we see them a couple times a week, it's still difficult. The thought of not being there or having to be within a plane ride's distance to see them. So that part's difficult. I am open to investing in property down here. I'm not sold on the idea of living down here for an extended period of time. One, for work. Two, because of my family and my parents and, and my friends that are at home. I wouldn't want to just see them during the holidays and because everybody's always busy during the holidays anyway. So even though we don't see each other every day or all the time, it's just knowing that we're a phone call and driving distance away. When we moved to Florida, it's totally changed. Not only that, but then we'd have to start to consider Henley having to go to two different schools, which I know happens. I know that there's military families that do this all the time. I know there's people that switch and change lives or move back and forth. I'm just not sold on the idea yet. 
and I'm going to wait until Jamie actually wakes up and comes back down and has the energy to record because I want this conversation to be on the podcast. I want to bring you guys into our conversation because we've touched on it here and there, but I want to fully hash it out so you guys can hear both of our sides. But if you do know of any good places where we should check out, any places that are good to invest in. Right now we're near Orlando, which is always considered a great place to invest in one. It is a trending market too. It's next to Disney. The thing that we realize though, is that if we were to move anywhere down here, we'd want to be next to a beach. Unfortunately, the closest beach is I think an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes away, which if we're going to be moving, if we're going to move to get to warm weather, I want to be next to a beach. That's going to be one of the selling points for me. So we're going to explore while we're down here. If you have any suggestions at all, please feel free to reach out to us through social media or leave a comment. We read all of your reviews also on iTunes. And if you go to the Hot Marriage Cool Parents page, we love hearing from you. We love our five-star reviews. And you know that we give a shout out to one of our friends each and every episode for a five-star review. This week, the five-star review comes from Kayla Winter who writes, love this and you guys. I have been following you both since you were on Married at First Sight. When you were struggling with fertility and then got pregnant spontaneously, I cried happy tears. We did, we did too. I have a three-year-old daughter and feel like my family relates to yours so much. I had a miscarriage in February 2019 that crushed me. We tried for almost nine months for another and it was definitely a struggle. I think any time frame of not getting pregnant quick and seeing so many pregnancy announcements is disheartening. But at about nine months after the miscarriage, we found out we were pregnant. I listened to your podcast about what you changed and I did this too and it worked. Lightly working out and changing my diet helped and within a month of trying all of that, I guess we conceived. I just love you guys and so excited for your journey and thank you for helping me through mine. That is amazing. That's amazing when we hear that. It's amazing how we just speak into the microphone and we never know who we're reaching, but thank you so much for sharing and so happy. And that's amazing that you were able to get pregnant. And if you are having trouble conceiving, I'm not the right person to really speak to this, but we did go through a lot. Jamie did change a lot. Jamie did try different things and, you know, sometimes little tips and tricks and if it's something that you haven't done, sometimes it can work. So very happy to hear. We're praying for those that are that are still struggling and praying for those that are trying and our thoughts and prayers are with you. One of the great ways that you can actually listen to Hot Marriage Cool Parents and leave a comment on each and every episode uh, is just to download the Himalaya app. We spoke about Himalaya before. It's a free app where you can get and organize all of your favorite podcasts. You can get exclusive access to certain podcasts and you can leave a comment on each and every episode and a review. And we love hearing from you. And Himalaya is a great way to leave comments. So depending on where you get the show, where you get updates from us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, feel free to reach out. We're open to suggestions because we want to maximize our time while we're down here. We want to make the best use of the time. This was an idea that we had back when we went and, and last year stayed in LA for two months. We wanted to see about investing in a place out there. It made sense because Jamie flies out there a lot, especially for unfiltered. So it would be a nice place to stay, but also rent out and have it you know, kind of covered, have the mortgage covered for a little bit. So 
we're going to have that conversation coming up soon because I do I do really like the idea of Florida. I like the weather. I like how warm it is, obviously. I'd love to be closer to a beach, but I haven't really been able to explore because of the last week of the month for sales. The last week of the month is always the pressing and crushing time. But this weekend, we're actually going to be going to Naples to check out Naples. My parents have a friend out there. Jamie has a friend whose friend moved down there and said it's absolutely beautiful. So we're going to check that out first and just enjoy the next couple months, especially because once we get home, it's going to be less than a month or should say two months before we bring our baby boy into the world. So little baby Hainer is going to be joining us as soon as we get back or shortly after there. But we did hit a major, major, major milestone this past week where we've hit the 24-week mark, I believe, and the baby is a viable baby. And I got to say, this is when it started to hit me with Henley of when it started to become real. It's always been hard for me to get excited through any of the ultrasounds. And that went with Henley. It was just after Jonathan. It's been really hard for me to just get excited for a pregnancy until I get to this point, until I'm actually able to feel the baby and see Jamie get pregnant and more and more pregnant and more and more pregnant. So this is going to be an exciting trip, but also exciting to get home because of how close the baby's going to be to being born, which we're so excited about. I do want to talk about the miracles in the making. We got a chance to see our son's face and fingers and genitalia and just this whole 4D imaging. It's a little freaky and weird, but it's unbelievable how much you can see of this baby's features. Literally, we saw the face and he was kind of like folded over in the beginning, but then he kind of opened up and we got a chance to see his face and it looked so strikingly similar to what Henley's face looked like, which is good because Henley, I think, is one of the cutest kids ever. And it would be nice to have another cute kid. I know that, you know, as you begin to have multiple kids, there's always going to be a less attractive kid. There's always going to be that one or two or three, but hopefully hopefully we have a couple good ones in a row. But Jamie will talk about more about kind of like the growth and just, you know, her feeling like she's just popped overnight. She's starting to get that pregnancy waddle back and forth and having to stop. Her belly gets in the way of things and I keep trying to tell her just to slow down. Like you can't overdo things. You can't always overextend yourself, you know, ask for help, you know, tell me what you need me to do. I'll try to be a mind reader and do things because I know you've had issues with that in the past where, you know, why I shouldn't have to ask you to do things. So I'll try to do that. But I keep telling her to just rest. Sometimes you need to just rest, rest your mind, rest everything. But one of the coolest things happened to me the other day, it was actually two nights ago and uh, Jamie got annoyed because I actually woke her up, but I turned over and spooned Jamie. And while spooning, I reached my hand and put my hand on her belly. And I've never felt this many movements and kicks. And I was like a little kid in the bed, just like, Jamie, did you feel that? Did you feel that? And Jamie is half awake and she kind of rolls over and goes, I'm sleeping. And I go, no, 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 no. Our son is moving like crazy. He goes, I know I feel him. And then as I'm sitting there, I could tell she's getting annoyed with me because I keep saying it and I keep having my hand and taking it away because it kind of freaks me out a little bit. But every time that there was some lull, 
this kid would kick and kick or punch or whatever he was doing. And it was, it was such a magical experience. And I started to tear up in the bed because it just becomes real at that point. You know, like I think for a guy, you just see your wife becoming more pregnant and more pregnant and you feel some sympathy pains, but it was the first time where it really felt like this baby's going to be here soon. And this is going to be my son. This is going to be a baby boy that we're going to bring into the world in a couple months. And it just all kind of hit me the other night. And Jamie was annoyed and half awake, half asleep. And I was having this magical moment all by myself in the pitch dark. And I'm sitting there like kind of sobbing and tearing up, but I don't want to wake her up even more. Henley sleeping at the foot of our bed in this makeshift crib with a comforter as a mattress. So I have to experience this completely on my own, but I couldn't believe how excited I became. Like this was really the first time this pregnancy where I, I felt like it was real. We've been through so many ups and downs with pregnancies. And even after Jonathan, it was like, I never really get excited for it. I never really get, like, I didn't really get excited for Henley until we were like weeks away from having her and then finally having her. This was the first time where I felt that excitement. So it was really a moment. And I I can't wait to hear what Jamie's perspective was because she woke up the next day and was just like, don't you ever wake me up again. And she didn't even remember what was happening. and, And I didn't bother to tell her about the magical experience that I was having because I wanted to share it on the podcast and get her reaction, but obviously having this reaction by myself again, but with you guys. So Jamie's going to talk a little bit more about her pregnancy and about some of the changes to her and her body and her feelings, because it seems like it's overnight where she just went, whoa, I am pregnant. And now she's just, she's, she's got the waddle. She's got that little baby bump waddle moving back and forth, but I'll let her get into it. I know that she gets a little, not so much self-conscious. She knows she's pregnant, but I can't remind her enough and tell her enough how unbelievably sexy she is to me still. I don't know what it is, but your wife being pregnant, carrying your baby, I think is the sexiest thing ever. And it's tough for me to always tell her that because she doesn't believe it. So I'll say it here. Jamie, you are the most beautiful person ever, but you're even hotter carrying our baby. And I think that you and us, and I think this is, I'm just really excited for having this baby boy. And I can't say it enough. And I can't say how amazing Jamie is as a mom, as a future second mom, or however you would put it. She is handling it like a champ. And I can't really say that I get tired. And I can't really say that I get overwhelmed at all because I see what's on her plate, but I just want to let her know that because she's yeah, she's been she's been a little bit overwhelmed lately with everything and I wish I could give her more of a break, you know, so but I'll try. Promise I'll try. Jamie and I have been obsessed with this season of Married at First Sight and obviously Couples Couch because it's one of my favorite shows. Yes, because I'm on it and I'm very self-centered and say this humbly, but it is one of my favorites. But it is such a good season of Married at First Sight and having five couples means there's so much of the story, the drama, the conversation, the people. It is just a phenomenal season this year. 
which is out of Washington, D.C. And I told Jamie that I wanted to discuss and recap the, the past couple episodes. I know that my parents and I and Jamie, we discussed it last week, but we want to continue to do these Merit at First Sight updates because this season is truly worth it. This season has so much in it and there's so many things that are out there online that we want to talk about. So once Jamie comes downstairs, comes back in, we're going to get to the Florida. We're going to get to a little bit about the baby, but I definitely want to have that conversation about Merit at First Sight because Jamie and I have a lot to say. And I think that it really is one of the most interesting and will be one of the most talked about seasons because of how many different stories you're getting out of the season. So stay tuned for that. And without spilling too much more, I'm going to wait until Jamie comes downstairs to finish off discussing Florida, talking more about the baby. I mentioned before that we got to Florida, got into our house, went out to the grocery store because there was nothing in the house. There was no food, no drinks, no condiments, or there were some condiments, but we literally spent a little over $700 within the first two days getting here, stocking up the fridge. And it actually would have been a lot more money if we didn't use Imperfect Foods. And if you haven't heard of Imperfect Foods, it's a service that buys all of the perfectly nutritious and delicious foods that grocery stores just won't sell because whether it's cosmetic reasons or changing of labels, but they're able to buy those unwanted items from the grocery store so it doesn't go to waste, repackage it and deliver it right to your door at an average of 30% off what it would normally cost in the store. Jamie and I, we always get our vegetables. We always get our eggs from Imperfect Foods, some that are a little bit off or quirky looking, but that's the best part because it's the same food. It's just grocery stores won't sell it. So we get to buy it for cheap. And one of the best parts is that it can fit any lifestyle. If you're on a diet, if you're vegan, they have so many different choices and flexible plans that let you pick healthy seasonal produce along with grocery staples. And when you think of how much food actually goes to waste around this country and how many billions of dollars that could cost, that's where Imperfect Foods comes in and making a difference. They're reducing food waste, they're helping people save money, and you can actually start saving time and money right now because when you go to imperfectfoods.com HMCP, now through February 16th, you'll get $10 off your next four orders. That's a total of $40 off. Just go to imperfectfoods.com slash HMCP. That's I-M-P-E-R-F-E-C-T foods.com slash HMCP to get $10 off your next four orders. Imperfectfoods.com slash HMCP and enter HMCP at checkout. I really feel bad that Jamie's been sick this entire day and I wish there was more that I could do, but I know she's getting such a comfortable sleep in our bed because we brought our Bolin brand sheets, which I absolutely love. They're the softest. And when I say softest, they get softer after each and every wash. And they are really the softest and most comfortable sheets that you'll ever feel in your life. They're 100% organic cotton and it's not because Organic is a buzzword. Bolin Branch is committed to using 100% organic cotton because it makes a better life for the people who grow it and because it makes a better product for the people who use it. It also saves 90% of the water used in conventional farming methods and pays premiums to those who plant, ensuring that they remain absolutely debt-free. Plus, it helps everybody sleep better at night. 
If there is anything that you are planning on doing new for 2020, it is checking out these sheets. It will change your life. When you think about how much you sleep and how great it is when you find a comfortable bed and pillow and sheets, I mean, it's the only bedding that is actually loved by three U.S. presidents. I encourage you to check them out today. Shipping is always free and you can try them out for 30 nights risk-free. And right now you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code HMCP. Get $50 off bowlandbranch.com promo code HMCP. That's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com slash HMCP. Restrictions may apply. Go to bowlandbranch.com dot com for details. And speaking of starting off the year on the right foot, I'm sure most of you have set goals for this year. Maybe it just reminds you of all the goals and things you said you would do from the previous year once the new year happens. But 100% of the time without support, without goals, all of those can feel impossible. And if you're someone that needs a little extra help and support in sticking with your goals and breaking bad habits, and if you want a sustainable way to make a lasting change, definitely try out Talkspace. It's the most convenient and affordable way to get the support of a licensed therapist, and Talkspace actually has over 5,000 therapists based on your preferences from the privacy of any device, whether it's going to be your phone, email, text messaging, audio, picture. You have a licensed therapist on call all the time because Problems come up all the time. You can't really tell when or where they're going to come up. This is a way for you to have a personalized therapist, get the accountability of a licensed therapist, super affordable, and you can actually get matched with one of them through a short online assessment. All from the privacy of your phone or computer, you have the dedicated support system that you need to achieve your goals one step at a time. Bottom line is we can all use a little bit of help and support in achieving anything. And Talkspace is a therapy that will find you the perfect licensed therapist to be your dedicated support system. Learn stress management, communication skills, behavior hacks, useful tips to achieve your goals. Start 2020 off strong with Talkspace. It's the support you need to help achieve your goals at a price you can afford. And you can actually get $100 off your first month when you use the code JAMIE when you sign up. J-A-M-I-E. Don't wait for another year to go by. No matter what 2019 was like, set yourself up for success in 2020. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or download the mobile app. And don't forget to use the code JAMIE, J-A-M-I-E, for $100 off your first order. That's Talkspace.com, promo code JAMIE. Well, guess who walked down the stairs to come join Hot Marriage Cool Parents? Everybody, welcome <laughs> Jamie Hainer. Oh my goodness, I don't feel good. Yeah, we could tell. Yeah. Well, to catch everybody up to speed, or actually just you, I was talking a little bit about the Florida home and coming in and, and how we walked into a luxury townhome. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, which from an Airbnb perspective, it's not misleading, but there's just, there's some things. <laughs> yeah. But there's some things that, you know, we talked about and spoke with the owner about. Did you tell everyone about what they are? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a chance to really 
do too much exploring because it's the last week of work and that's always the worst for sales and any sales thing. So we got in, I mentioned the floors, I mentioned the ants, uh, I mentioned that we want to be closer to the beach, but I also started talking about how you're like dead set on coming down here and living here for half the year. And I'm not quite there yet. If you knew that we would save on state taxes, you would be there. You know, but on the flip side, having your family can be priceless. That's true. But don't you know your dad is itching to come down to Florida? No, I'm just saying that as much as we think that we would fly them down and they'd want to come down here, it's not realistic for them to always come down speak for yourself like your dad has already talked about three trips he wants to come down in the time span of two months that we're here and your dad's like yeah so i'll come after my eye surgery <laughs> he's having that done soon so he's gonna come down in february then he's like yeah and i'll probably come down a couple more times in march <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't, he's tried signing up for the whole spirit thing for the flights to florida yeah um, apparently there was like really good deals i can get him for like 10 bucks a day or something i don't know yeah, if he could only remember his password <laughs> <laughs> so true so ridiculous no but we can hash that out at another time yeah I, I know that you're uh you're yeah ready to go back upstairs to bed oh gosh i really am like we've been in florida now for one full week and i am just beat so we came into the airbnb and i sanitized like crazy because i was a little skeeved out just it's it, just because like I don't know. Maybe it's just somebody else's stuff. You yeah, know? but it, we don't know who is here. This is the thing: is that if it's someone's home that they're Airbnb, then you know it's super clean. But I can very much tell that this is like like a house that they bought and they're just Airbnb it. Like they don't live here primarily. Like this is just a rental home. So I feel like whenever it's just a rental home, it's never taken care of the same way as if it's someone who lives here and it's their pride and joy, which is what we want to do when we buy a home in Florida. Like I, I genuinely want to live there. It's going to be my pride and joy. And I want to invite guests to come and enjoy the space in the home with us when we're not there kind of thing. But anyways, I thought it would be really fun to play Two Truths and a Lie, that game. Is it like a game that you played in college? No, but I was like, what can we do to keep it fun on this podcast? <laughs> Never but, have I ever. Yeah. I like it when we have funny podcasts and I feel like it's been deep. Spin the bottle. <laughs> we don't play spin the bottle on a podcast. <laughs> we could. That'd be a first. So are you guys up for two truths and a lie? We can't hear you. Can you say that a little <laughs> louder? No, just kidding. All right. So the, the point of this is you give three statements and two of them are truths and one's a lie. And we're going to go back and forth and you have to say all three and then the other person tries to guess the lie. That's exactly it. And it's going to be fun. We haven't played a game like this in forever. Okay. I have five of them. I have six. All right. I can think of a sixth. Okay. I'll start. All right. So two truths and a lie. One, my nickname as a child was Boogaloogie. I was caught kissing a boy in the bathroom during high school. Three, I wasn't allowed to shave until I was 13, so I'd sneak my mom's razor. Well, after your story about being able to go to Myrtle Beach just on a whim <laughs> and your mom not caring, I'm going to say that you, what was the second one? You weren't, uh, got you got caught kissing a boy? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say that's out because you're kind of prudish. Um, <laughs> you're a jerk. <laughs> um I could see the boogaloogie because that'd be a weird one to make up. So <laughs> I'm going to say that the lie is the shaving, oh. stealing your mom's razor. 
That's not the lie. That's you, a truth. Because you're, you're not hairy at all. Yeah, but I, I would steal her razor so that I wasn't hairy because every other girl my age could shave their legs. But my mom had no rules whatsoever. But for some reason, that was her rule that I wasn't allowed to shave my legs. Yeah, why? I mean, I don't know. I, I was, that's when I was 13. Do you, have, do you have hair at 13? Yeah, girls have hair at 13. And sometimes really? it's dark and it's like really embarrassing because you know some girls are more developed than others and you're in the gym class and everybody's like looking at each other's legs and at least everybody thinks that they're looking <laughs> at each other's legs. You know how you are when you're a teenager and you're self-conscious. Say, I haven't looked at a 13 year old's legs in like four years. That's disgusting. You pedophile. No, I don't remember even, I don't remember any legs from 13 years old. Well, when you're 13, all you think about is your hairy legs. And so I would sneak my mom's razor because I was so scared people were going to call me Harry or something. But uh, <laughs> my nickname really was Boogaloogie <laughs> when I was a baby. Really? Yeah, my Did mom. Did you have a lot of snot or? I don't. My mom said that I had like wispy hair that would bounce up and down when I was in like the walker. And that's why she called me Boogaloogie. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like it, it makes more sense <laughs> that I'd have a lot of snot running out of my nose. That's all but, right. I, uh, I call Henley poopy. Yeah, I don't like it when you call her that. Like most dads call their kids princess or <laughs> something like that. And you call her poopy. Hey, poopy. <laughs> okay. Now it's your Cute. turn. Okay. Maybe I took this a little different of a route than you did. Okay. I lost my virginity at 15 years old. I've taken three girls virginity. I got caught having sex in a car by two cops. The last one's the lie. You never got caught in a car having sex. Really? Why? Because you're not like that kind of a guy. Oh, well, I lost my virginity at 16, not you got, 15. You so got that caught? is a lie. Wait, so you got caught having sex by two cops? Yes. We were in high school. Who was it? It was my high school girlfriend, my senior year. And we went behind Aldridge School in the parking lot. So you pull into the back. It is way off the road. You pull into the back of the parking lot behind the school where the fields are. And we're the only car there. There's no lights on. There's no nothing. And all of a sudden, while we're there, two cops on both sides of the car shine flashlights on us and have us get out of the car. Naked? No, we got dressed first. But they have me walk away. And then they stay with her and say, did you consent to this? Oh, well, good for them. They yeah. should. Are you here willingly? Have you guys been drinking? Meanwhile, she's the one taking you hostage. Yeah, it was her car. <laughs> that's so funny. That oh, is the lie. That's crazy. I didn't know that. All right, so here's mine. First one, I was the first girl to graduate high school in my whole entire family. My grandma sent me to Spain as a graduation gift. And the third one is I got straight A's in high school. Wow. Well, I think that I know that your grandma sent you away as a graduation gift to Spain because then they tried to get the money back as if it were a loan, which was ridiculous. So I think that you getting straight A's is the lie. Yeah. So I really was the first girl to graduate high school in my whole family. And my grandma did like take me down to the bank and take out a loan to send me to Spain for my first semester of college. And then when I got back from Spain, she said, oh, that's a loan. You got to pay that back. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have 
all three of my little siblings living with me. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm trying to like support all all four of us really. And she's like, you got to pay this loan back. That wasn't a gift. What You can't expect a gift like that. And I was like, I didn't expect, I didn't even ask for it. Like you just told me. <laughs> yeah, I got some of the wrath of that on social media when aye, we aye, first started. Aye. No joke, that genuinely happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then the straight A's in high school, I could have gotten straight A's, but honestly, I got A's and B's. And that's because I, I was so depressed, especially my senior year. Like I was so depressed. Why? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I remember telling my mom the only thing I wanted her to do, I I had this like obsession almost with my mom acting like my mom. Like I wanted a parent so bad. And I was like, can't you just act like my mom? And so all the moms ordered the caps and gowns for their kids. Like that's just like what they did. But my mom, you know, I, I gave her the paperwork and I was like, you know, like, please just do this. I said, the one thing I want you to do for me and come graduation day when I'm supposed to walk down to receive my diploma, she never, ever got the graduation cap and gown for me. And she was like, oh, they'll have extras there. Just go. They'll have extras? I was like, I'm not going there without the cap and gown. Like, What's what this, am I- a flag football game? Yeah. And I remember my grandpa, her dad, he was an amazing guy. And that's the reason that I, w- I would once want to consider naming our child after him his name was Charles so we would name him Charlie but anyways he came to come to my graduation and I I acted like such a snot because I I just was so hurt that my mom didn't buy the cap and gown for me and have it ready and she wasn't excited for my graduation whatsoever so when I found out that she didn't have it I remember just like bursting out into tears and I just like stormed off to my room and was like I'm not going and then you know my grandpa was there and I was so embarrassed that I acted like that in front of him but I was just so hurt by my mom. But anyways, so yeah, the... Uh, so wait, what happened though? Did you get a cap and gown or what? No, I they mailed me my diploma and everybody from oh, my... Oh, you didn't go? No, I did not go. What am I going to do? What am I going to wear? Like street clothes? Yeah. How weird would that be? I don't... Hmm. I was the most insecure girl. What color was it? Purple. You could have found a purple sheet. <laughs> they have purple sheets. Yeah, I was too. I was too insecure. But anyway, so I didn't get straight A's in high school. Okay, now it's your turn. Okay. I tried out for the Mets and Phillies in high school. I was inducted into Howell High School's Hall of Fame. I made the freshman All-American team my first year at Pace University in baseball. The first one's a lie. You did not try out for the Phillies or the Mets. That is true. So then I've, I, I actually was invited to both of those. It was an invite only. Oh yeah. And, um, well I still, I still have the letter somewhere. I mean, imagine you're in high school and you get an official letter from the Mets, like with the letterhead, the Mets and then the Phillies. And it's saying you're coming to an invite only tryout to Shea stadium and to the veteran stadium. So those are both. And when you get there, I'm in high school, I'm still in high school. You go there and there's just these kids that are trying out from all over the country. And my dad's there. My brother's there. My mom, I think uh, Tim Verricchio even went to the the veteran stadium one. And I actually hit a home run in both, in both stadiums in high school. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. It was pretty awesome. That's awesome. So the lie, I think, is definitely, I know you're inducted into the Hall of Fame in your high school. So the lie is the third one. What was that one? Uh, I made the freshman All-American team in baseball at Pace University. I actually made honorable mention All-American as a freshman in uh, college. Yeah, so my first year at Pace. So you're basically just talking yourself up right now. Got it. (laughs) Extremely. Got it. I'll pat you on the back later. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so here's mine. I dreamed of being a RN, a registered nurse, working in labor and delivery since I was a little girl. 
The first time I ever had to deal with infant loss was while working at the number one hospital in New York, Columbia Presbyterian. I gained so many essential skills as a nurse while working there. And the third, I'm certified in electronic fetal monitoring and took a specialty course in cardiac care so I could work with more high-risk mamas. Which one's a lie? Those are a lot of words. Yeah. And I feel like the, se- the second one that you read was very, very specific. Like you, like you read it out of a book. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I learned an essential care and I learned so many things while I was there. Um, what was the first one again? I dreamed of being a registered nurse working in labor and delivery since I was a little girl. Okay. So your, the lie is the third one, which is uh, the special care with special high-risk mamas. Uh, that's not the lie. That's true. I am a certified EFM. I'm certified in EFM, which oh. is electronic fetal mm-hmm. monitoring. You wanted to be something different when you were a kid. I did. I never wanted to be a nurse. And as a matter of fact, I wanted I, to be a doctor. I knew that, actually. Yeah. Son of a B. And I did take a special course so that I could work with moms who have like congestive heart failure and things like different like high risk needs because I just I found that like the challenge was really thrilling. And when you're working night shift, it's nice to have like <laughs> something to keep you on your toes. I remember now where you said getting towards like when you were I think it was your guidance counselor in high school. You said, what jobs make the most money? What can get me out of my situation? From a two-year school. Yeah. And they told you nursing, and that's why you chose nursing. So I don't know why I said the, I didn't say the first one. Yeah. I never did dream of being an RN, but after, just like you said, I went to the the guidance counselor because I was broke as broke gets. (laughs) And I was like, what job can I get from a two-year school that's going to pay me more than minimum wage? And yeah, then they said nursing. And and then it was when I was in nursing school, which by the way, anybody who's ever been to nursing school is hard AF. But when I was in nursing school, that's when I was like, I just like gravitated towards labor and delivery and in neonatal. Like, like I probably would have been a NICU nurse if I had had the opportunity. Because you always wanted to be on The Bachelor as a little girl, right? No. (laughs) You always wanted to be a model. I wanted to be Britney Spears when I was a little girl. (laughs) That's exactly what I wanted to be. And I did take (laughs) singing lessons because I really wanted to be a good singer. Yeah. What happened to those lessons? You should refund the person their money back for those lessons. They should refund me, you're saying. (laughs) But no, she was actually... I remember saying to her one time, this is when American Idol was huge. I would hope that they would tell somebody, like, like, you should stop paying me honestly it was really therapeutic i remember one time we were singing and we were going through like the oh you know like that type of thing (laughs) wait what was it i'm not doing it again and uh and i remember it was like this was when when i was in the thick of it with my mom and fighting for custody of my siblings and all that jazz and i remember just like bawling like i just started crying and i was so embarrassed but it's it was almost like therapy to go to these voice lessons with her she was uh, have to sing your your thoughts no. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your turn. All right. This is number three. All right. So I've been in love three times in my life, including Jamie. I've had two abortions. My longest relationship before marriage was four years. That's like such a given, two truths and a lie. Why? Two abortions? You are a man. You can't have an abortion. You know what I mean. No, I don't. I've had abortions with two other people. That's a lie. Yeah, you're right. Because women, yeah, that's just a lie. Why is that not how I would say it though? No, I don't think so. And that I don't know. That's a lie. I've had to get two abortions. 
you wouldn't say it like that. That's how so would strange. I say it then? I don't know. But also that's like a topic that's so sensitive. I would never just like throw that in a two truths and a lie kind oh, of all game. Right. Well, F me then. Yeah, F you. It's not your game. <laughs> it is my game. I'm the one who thought of this. <laughs> I came down from my bed to, to have fun with you and you're joking about abortions. I don't think it's funny. No, well, I'm cutting. I'm editing all of that out. No way. Yeah. I'm going to be editing this so you can't. No. <laughs> all right. My turn. I was captain of my cheerleading squad in high school. I was a cheerleader in college until I gained custody of my siblings. I was a flyer as a cheerleader, the girl who flies in the air, in case you don't know what that, that, what that means. <laughs> this is a really deep one. <laughs> hmm. So the lie is the college cheerleader until you got custody of your siblings. That's not a lie. That is a truth. You were a cheerleader in college. I was a cheerleader in college, Douglas. i was you jerk you weren't a flyer then i was not you're a jerk if you would have guessed that first i would have been really angry (laughs) that's why i didn't pick it first because i know you no i uh was not a flyer i was never like you were a catcher (laughs) you were you were (laughs) the stuffing that they put down to make sure the flyer doesn't get hurt (laughs) no i was uh a base is what they call me. I was the girl that hoisted the flyer. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I'm muscular, Douglas. You're a hoister. I'm a hoister. All right, your turn. A blue hoister colt. You were a cheerleader in college? I was, but... Is that why you still keep your pom-poms in our basement? No, those are from high school. You have a trophy. If I had a trophy of baseball, <laughs> and, and if I had like my, my little league cleats... You do, Doug. No, I don't. If I had a trophy and in my high school little league or my little league cleats, you would tell me to throw them away. I would actually tell you to keep those because I think it would be really cool if our son had something from his dad. And that's why I have the pom-poms. It's like maybe my daughter, I actually really don't want her to be into cheerleading because <laughs> I just think. Why? I, I don't want to. cheerleading. It turned out fine. <laughs> I just don't. I just would prefer that she's in a sport that where she can gain a scholarship. And I don't know about yeah. any scholarships you're getting from cheerleading unless you're like. You've heard it here first, folks. Cheerleading is not a sport. I did not say that. That's what my wife is saying. I am not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> the scholarships are like next to none for cheerleading where there's a ton of scholarships for multiple other sports. But if my daughter wants to be a cheerleader, she can be a cheerleader. And I have pom-poms <laughs> in the basement that she can use. Well, she's been having a catch with me. So we'll see. I could have been a really good baseball player, though, or softball player, Doug, just FYI. I if believe she, it. If she's talented in that field, you can it's do, not all from you. You can do anything you put your mind to. I'm just saying. All right. Don't take all the credit if our daughter's killing it at sports. <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> you hoister. <laughs> that was a really good hoister. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was great cushion for when the flyer was coming down. Henley, come here. I want to teach you how to hoist. <laughs> you get that skill from me. okay go ahead uh it's my turn right yeah okay three i stole nine hundred dollars from a check cashing place i was a bedwetter until 13 years old i've never cheated on a girlfriend what was the first one i stole nine hundred dollars from a check cashing place you never stole nine hundred dollars from a check cashing place i know you were a bedwetter (laughs) So I know that's the truth. And I also know, 
What was the last one? I've never cheated on a girlfriend. And I know you've never cheated. Or a wife. You better not cheat on your wife. You only had <laughs> one wife so far. I was a bedwetter until I was 12. So that's a lie? You stole $900 from a check cashing place? I am not proud of it. I am not proud of it. Oh my God, Doug. I know. It was pretty bad. I feel bad about it now. Did you get in trouble? No. You know what? It, somebody, somebody had just cashed their check and left it on the table and left. And I grabbed it and I walked out the door and I saw the guy going back into the check cashing place to go get it. You're the worst. I, I feel terrible about it. Yeah, that's bad. I feel really terrible about it. That's really bad. Yeah. I remember one time I was pumping gas because in New York you have to pump your own gas. In New Jersey you don't. It's a small luxury you have if you live in New Jersey. No, we're special. But uh, I was pumping gas and I saw a man's wallet. I don't know if it fell out or what the case was, but I felt like such a saint because I didn't even look inside. I went in and handed it into the, the guy, you know, the cashier. But then I was thinking... That cashier's taken everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, so now the cashier's gonna be like, I found no wallet. There's no wallet here. I felt like a saint because I was like so tempted. How could you not want to look inside and like, you know, if there's a little cash, just take the cash, leave everything else. I mean, yeah. you know, if 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 someone found my wallet and they just took the cash but gave me everything else back, I would be like kind of thankful. I'm like, okay, fine, take the cash. I don't care. But like, don't lo- I don't want to lose like my license and my insurance cards and my credit cards and all this important information yeah. like my favorite pictures that I keep in there, you know, anyways, you're a bad, and, well, bad and boy. You know what though? It's like, I would never do that. Every time that that's ever happened before, I would always either give it back or go to the place where I found it. Like I found a really expensive camera once and I found a really, really expensive watch. They were two different times at two different restaurants. And I went back to both and I went to the manager of each and I said, I found this. I'm not going to leave it here, but here's my information because they were like really, really expensive. And I said, I'm not going to leave it here, but I'm going to leave my information. And if somebody comes and asks for it, please give them my information. I'm not going to tell you what it is or whatever, or, you know, the type of watch or the That's type of camera. That's kind of weird. Um, the person called for the watch. The camera people did You're the keeper of the camera and the watch. Yes. So um, if you're missing... <laughs> If you're missing a Samsung camera, that's 10.1 megapixels, which was a lot back in 2000s. <laughs> I have it. And anytime that I found money, wallets, anything, I would always give it back. This time it was scummy of me and I still feel bad about it. I feel like a scumbag. You should. I do. Okay, good. Thanks. My turn. My first real kiss was in 10th grade. I only dated boys at the neighbor's school and I'd never let them come over to my house. I lost my virginity in 10th grade. Hmm. How old are you in 10th grade? 15. You didn't have six and 15. <laughs> what was the first one? My first real kiss was in 10th grade. That's a lie. That's not a lie. That's the truth. Really? Yeah, like a French kiss. Oh, so then it's the sex thing. I lost my virginity in 10th grade too. Yeah, I didn't lose my virginity until after I graduated high school, but it was literally that summer. Yeah, I knew that. That would have been weird that if you had your first kiss and lost your virginity in the same grade. Not really. I feel like that happens to some people. Yeah, maybe. But I, uh, I was too shy. All right, that's that's it for me. Now you know <laughs> I when I lost. Too shy. Now you know when I lost my virginity. I was actually seventeen, turning eighteen. Mm. Just that's graduated. Late. That's late in the game. 
I was proud of myself. I did not want to be promiscuous. Yeah. My mama told me to, to keep my legs closed, which is so vulgar, but I'm not kidding. She had told me that. You follow the weirdest things that I your know. mom tells you. and <laughs> I know. It's very strange. It's the weirdest thing. You stick to your guns on these little life lessons that your mom gives. <laughs> my mom, you know what? That's a good one, though, because she kept me from being promiscuous. I don't have STDs, so that's good. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Linda. So wait, your virgin was it a uh, boyfriend that you lost your virginity with? Yeah. He was in college, and I was just about to start college. No. How was it? Not that good. <laughs> Not going to lie. No? No, it was painful. And he, like, yeah. It wasn't that enjoyable. And no. I was like, this is what everybody's talking about? Like, really? And you I have ne- to do it again and again and again before it starts to get better, right? Yeah. We just were not a good match together. He also was very inexperienced. So two very inexperienced people oh. going at it wasn't wasn't fun. Was he big? Yeah, he was really big. He's, got to be honest, he's probably the biggest guy I've ever been with in that's probably why it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah, it was not enjoyable at all. But I got to be honest, this is like the the worst behavior I've ever done. He was from a very, very Christian family. And we weren't supposed to be even like seeing each other after like nine or something. I mean, this is crazy how because he was 19 for heaven's sakes. Like there was no reason that his parents had such a tight rein on him. That's weird. Very weird. But anyways, I remember one time I stayed at his house, like not all, all night, but like really late. And his parents, they're like the next wall over. That was their bedroom. And I could hear his dad snoring and we had sex like on his bedroom floor so that no one would hear the, the bed creaking. And that was the very first time I had an orgasm because I was like, I felt like so bad that <laughs> like, like I felt so scandalous yeah. and naughty and like excited because we were doing something so bad but it felt good and <laughs> that was funny. the first time i had an orgasm and i was like what was that yeah that's funny yeah oh so we should yeah we should try to do that more then i would i don't think i'd have an orgasm hearing your dad snore nope no way <laughs> we did conceive a baby though one one haul over yeah. from your parents you when we lived with them when i was i mean when we were younger i think a lot of kids in high school uh well you were kind of after high school but a lot of kids in high school have to start by doing it outside oh i never or is that just me i don't know like i guess like i actually kind of enjoyed doing it outside yeah. like, i found like the thrill of doing it outside a lot yeah like with on the beach or on the basketball courts well we didn't have a beach but for us it would be like the creek or yeah. in the car or yeah, we had a creek behind our house <laughs> we called it the stage everybody went there okay so my last one I started smoking pot at 15 years old. True. I've been to rehab twice. False. I've been arrested three times. Good God. I hope that's false. Uh, the rehab. One? No. Uh, I would say they arrested three times. You are correct. I can't imagine you're being arrested. No. I was Mr. arrested once. Mr. Hall of Famer over there. I was arrested once with Mr. Billy LeBruno. Oh, really? Unbelievable, yeah. Uh, okay, wait. So what were the other truths, though? I started smoking pot at 15 years old. Yeah. And I got caught by my parents at 16. They probably didn't even care. No, they did. That was the first time I saw my dad cry. Your dad uh, cried? Yeah. Oh. It was bad. Wow. Your dad cried? It was bad. What? Yeah. Now, and now Matt smoked pot. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I paved the way for a lot of 
bad shit for my for my brother and sister. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. Rehab. I can't believe your dad cried. Like why? Pot well, was like a big drug back then. Though. Yeah, like I was a high school athlete. Mm. I was good. You could be kicked off at all. Um, He's like, I'm crying because all the scholarships that you could ever have well, saving me thousands of dollars for college. Well, it turns out that he and his friends were pretty bad themselves like they were yeah i've heard hippies. stories they were potheads like, yeah i've you know, heard so, stories so he it just it took him by surprise because there was nothing like there would be no reason like my friends are good friends my you know like there'd be no reason and it just it came out of nowhere and i think he was just really disappointed in me then and yeah you piece of poo all right what was the other yeah. truth uh i've been to rehab twice you have been to rehab twice yes Really? One court appointed and yeah, one that, uh, yeah, yeah, it got bad. For what though? For pills. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. One, one was uh, a while ago. The one, the, the other one though was. Last year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Last month. (laughs) Um, no, this was a couple of years before we got married where I went into a bad spiral. This was before I got a job with, I think it was iSims now. It so was Nestle. You're basically saying that I helped you straighten your life up. Completely. Completely and utterly. It's true. I, I mean, well, I was on the straight and narrow by the time I got on the show. I think the last thing that I had was smoking cigarettes. And then that was kind of over with after that. Now you vape in front of our daughter, which yeah. kills me. Well, she likes it. No, Doug. She does. You don't have to think about her little baby lungs. Today, I, I was know. so mad at you because I walked into the room where you're working and I could, it smells like a puff. Mm-hmm. And it was left in the room. Doug, it's not okay though. It really isn't. I know, I know. I don't know like why. It's like just pure laziness. Like just take it a is. step outside. I know, I was in the zone. Yeah, but your daughter. It's no excuse. Is in there. I know, it's no excuse. All right. I make shitty decisions sometimes. And that was one of them. That was ex- yeah, that was very much so one of them. Yep, that was. All right. Well, that's our truce and a lie, and I'm going back to bed. Yeah. I feel sick. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> we have a good guest lined up for next week, which I think is going to be a topic that I've never, ever heard of. And I don't want to speak too prematurely, but it is a woman that her daughter has... TSS, which is toxic shock syndrome, which she got, uh, and she was 17 using 19. No, uh, she was 18 turning 19. Uh, 18, yeah. And she was using a tampon and there's this thing called toxic shock syndrome, which I feel every parent, every father that has a daughter should hear this because I was clueless about this. She has since passed this little girl who was just turned 19 it's just absolutely devastating because she literally died from a tampon use really is what it is. And her mom has started a foundation and we have invited her on the podcast to yeah. tell their story and to bring awareness to it. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully we're able to get her it should be a pretty powerful educational podcast, but as always, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for the five star reviews. We've been seeing them come in and so nice of you guys. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. And Hot Marriage Cool Parents on Instagram has been blowing up. And yeah. At Doug Hayner, at Jamie and Otis. We love you all. And to all, a good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.